Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As much as Josh Brown will annoy me from time to time by leaving his hairspray bottle strewn across the floor or sticking his hand, his unwashed hand, into my peanut butter jar and then just smearing it onto his tongue, I don't know why he does that. I never ever want the boy to be fired, nor would I ever go behind his back in order to get one up on him. I just complain about him in a list such as this. But there are some actors who got really, really petty. So let's take a look at them today. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 actors who tried to get their co-stars fired. Number 10. Richard Gere's greasy chicken was the last straw for Sly Stallone. When it comes to final straws, Sylvester Stallone apparently draws the line at mustard and chicken grease. Back when Stallone was working on 1974's The Lords of Flatbush, the Rocky icon gave the film producers an ultimatum that ultimately saw co-star Richard Gere fired. Both early in their respective careers, Stallone and Gere never really hit it off, as Sly detailed, and in an interview with Ain't It Cool News, the Italian stallion detailed how his Lords of Flatbush castmate rubbed him up the wrong way, strutting about in an oversized biker jacket as if he was, and this is a quote, the baddest knight at the round table. Don't remember them wearing leather jackets, but there we go. Fight scenes would become a little too physical between the two, and Stallone's breaking point came during a lunch break as the pitcher was shooting at Coney Island. With Sly seeking some warmth in the back of a Toyota while eating a hot dog, a chicken-carrying gear opted to join his co-star as they took a time out. As Stallone brilliantly explained it, I was eating a hot dog and he climbs in with a half a chicken covered in mustard with grease nearly dripping out of the aluminium wrapper. I said, that thing is going to drip all over the place. He said, don't worry about it. I said, if it gets over my pants, you're going to know about it. He proceeds to bite into the chicken and a small greasy river of mustard lands on my thigh. I elbowed him in the side of the head and basically pushed him out of the car. The director had to make a choice. One of us had to go. One of us had to stay. Richard was given his walking papers and to this day seriously dislikes me. Number 9. Tori Spelling used her pull to have Shannon Doherty fired from Beverly Hills 90210. When working on a project, the last person you want to piss off is the daughter of one of the producers. But that was precisely what happened on Beverly Hills 90210, when Shannon Doherty got fired from the show due to her reported attitude problems that saw her frequently clash with co-star Jenny Garth. But it wasn't Garth who got her fired. It was her fellow castmate Tori Spelling who was actually behind that. After one physical fight where the 
pair had to be separated by some of the show's male stars, Spelling had seen enough. With her father, Aaron Spelling, one of the main producers on 90210, Tori talked to her dad and Doherty was let go from the series midway through its fourth season. Despite the entire situation, that didn't stop Aaron Spelling from giving Shannon Doherty another shot when he was casting Charmed a few years later. It's an unfortunate case of history repeating itself, though, because more erratic on-set antics saw her removed from the show and her character Prue killed off as Charm's third season came to an end. Number 8. Ryan Gosling refused to shoot scenes with Rachel McAdams on The Notebook For both Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, 2004's The Notebook is largely viewed as the launching pad that threw the couple up to the upper echelons of Hollywood. Prior to this film, Gosling was best known for young Hercules and being a young darling of Disney, while McAdams' biggest role was starring opposite Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. While The Notebook did wonders for their respective careers, the film wasn't a particularly positive experience for either actor, mainly because Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams hated each other's guts. On screen, they had a fantastic chemistry which made for a beautiful couple, but behind the camera, the two were constantly bickering. To the point that Gosling refused to act alongside his co-star and would regularly request a stand-in for any scenes where the pair were featured together. Having seen enough, the film's producers called a meeting with the pair. There, the story is that Ryan Gosling tried to get his castmate kicked off the film. After the heated argument, the relationship between the pair took a major upswing, so much so that the two actually became a real-life couple from 2005 to 2007. Number 7. John Stamos tried to get the Olsen twins fired from Full House This is a direct quote from John Stamos. I did try to get them fired when they were kids, but you know, they were kids. The Olsen twins cried a lot. Does that make him the meanest man ever? <laughs> and technically, you know what? He actually managed to succeed as the Olsen twins were briefly fired from this beloved favourite of yesteryear. In Full House, Mary-Kate and Ashley shared the role of Michelle Tanner, with Stamos playing Michelle's uncle, Jesse. While the on-screen relationship between niece and uncle was a brilliant one, the reality was that Stamos was unhappy with the halts in production caused by the young Olsen's behaviour, as in they were kids and got tired and grumpy after being put through the rigours of doing take after take on a high-pressure TV series. But it didn't really work out from him, as Stamos also said that when the Olsons were replaced, they were done so by two unattractive redhead kids that didn't work out. As such, Mary-Kate and Ashley were once more brought back into the fold, and John Stamos just had to deal with it. Number 6. Alec Baldwin's complaints had Sheila Booth removed from Orphans While the rest of the entries on this list are based around movie or TV projects, this particular one is actually regarding a Broadway play. Back in 2013, Alec Baldwin was set to appear in direct Dan Sullivan's take on Lyle Kessler's Orphans, and not just Baldwin, but Shia LaBeouf was also meant to be involved as well. By the time the play was put in front of an audience, though, LaBeouf had been replaced with 310 to humor favorite Ben Foster. And the reason for that switch? Well, that was down to how Alec Baldwin wanted to quit the production due to the antics of his former co-star. As Alec explained to Vulture back in 2014, LaBeouf had taken umbrage during rehearsal at how the rest of the cast were slowing him down, singling out Baldwin in particular, the often controversial actor explained how if Alec was too slow to say his lines, LaBeouf was just going to continue on with his own dialogue. From there, Baldwin took the stage manager to one side, explained how it was either him or LaBeouf that was going to go, then decided that he himself would be the one to depart orphans. Wishing to keep Baldwin on board, a decision was quickly made to fire Shia LaBeouf. 
Number five, Lucy Liu halted Bill Murray's Charlie's Angel return. When Charlie's Angels Full Throttle made its way to the silver screen in 2003, there was a hugely noticeable Bill Murray-shaped hole. Three years prior, Murray had played John, Charlie's right-hand man and the person responsible for helping out the Angels throughout the first Charlie's Angels picture. But when Full Throttle arrived, Murray wasn't to be seen. Instead, audiences were treated to Bernie Mac as Jimmy, the adoptive brother of Murray's John. The reason why Bill Murray wasn't a part of the 2003 sequel was down to how his relationship with Lucy Lou was totally horrendous during the filming of the first film. Not only did the two not get on, Murray reportedly told his co-star that she couldn't act, and tensions became so hostile that Lou is said to have at one point started swinging punches at Murray during the shoot. Not denying any of this, Ghostbusters star Murray even told The Times in 2009 how he is quick to dismiss those working with him who he deems to be unprofessional. In the aftermath of this, Lucy Liu is said to have demanded to Columbia Pictures that Murray not return for Charlie's Angels full throttle. And while it wasn't exactly a firing per se, plans to bring Bill Murray back as John were quickly shelved. Number four, Kirk Cameron didn't take kindly to Julie McCullough's Playboy spread. These days, Kirk Cameron is best known for being one of those people heading up the evangelical ministry, the way of the master. And it was during his time on the classic sitcom Growing Pains that the actor first started to seriously embrace religion. For Julie McCullough, though, Cameron becoming a born-again Christian played a huge role in her being fired from Growing Pains. Throughout a good chunk of the series' fourth season, McCullough played Julie, a one-time love interest of Cameron's Mike. As Julie had detailed over the years, such as during an interview with Mind Twist Comedy, Kirk Cameron's newfound faith saw him complaining to the show's producers once he realized that his co-star had actually appeared in Playboy. As she put it, Kirk became somewhat of a recluse on set, staying in his trailer to sing religious songs and read the Bible. And not just that, but he would have people removed from set if they used colorful language, and he also reportedly had certain scenes changed due to his new beliefs. Number three, America Ferrara got Lindsay Lohan's Ugly Betty stint cut short. For four seasons, Ugly Betty was one of the most talked about shows on TV, and for its titular star, America Ferrara, she was quick to use her position to curtail Lindsay Lohan's stint on the series once Lohan started to act up. The original plan called for the Mean Girls star to have a six-episode run on Ugly Betty in 2008. However, that run was cut down to just four episodes after Ferrara, amongst others, complained about her behavior. At the time, the New York Post reported that Lohan and Ferrara frequently butted heads and that Lindsay would have an excessive entourage with her every single time she was on set, and that she constantly smoked in her dressing room and was so trashed that it had to be completely redecorated after Lohan made her Ugly Betty exit. Additionally, there's a rumor out there that Lohan practically angered Ferrara while filming a scene with her character where she was said to have had her pants pulled down as some sort of semblance of revenge for bullying Betty when they were younger. And the rumor is is that Lindsay was surprised to find that her co-star was not wearing any underwear when this scene was attempted to be shot. Whether or not that's true has never been confirmed, but what we do know is that Lindsay Lohan's Ugly Betty gig was definitely cut short. Number two, Charlie Sheen outright had Selma Blair fired from anger management. Charlie Sheen is never one to shy away from headlines and controversy, as showcased by how he was fired and his character killed off in Two and a Half Men after his own erratic behavior and disparaging comments about the show's creator Chuck Law came to air. A year after his Two and a Half Men contract was terminated, it would be Sheen's turn to have someone removed from a TV series, with Selma Blair being fired from anger management at Charlie's request. After the cruel intentions and Hellboy favorite had the audacity to voice her unhappiness with Sheen's 
unprofessional and erratic behaviour on set, the star of the series didn't take too kindly to this, so much so that Charlie would complain to anger management higher-ups and threaten to quit the show unless Selma Blair was fired. Relenting, Blair's time on the series was brought to an end after appearing in 54 episodes. Following that, the actress threatened to sue Charlie Sheen and Lionsgate for a figure in the region of $1.2 million, which is what Selma said she would have earned had she not been fired from anger management. And number one, Janet Hubert's behavior saw her replaced on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. For anyone who watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you'll be well aware that two different actors played Aunt Viv across the show's six seasons. During the series' first three years, it was Janet Hubert who portrayed Aunt Viv. By the time The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air premiered its fourth season in September 1993, however, it was Daphne Maxwell-Reed who had taken over the Viv role. Famously, this switcheroo came down to Hubert having a fallout with, well, pretty much everyone. In a radio interview at the time, Time, Fresh Prince star Will Smith described how his co-star was more interested in making the series the Aunt Viv of Bel-Air, with her viewing herself as superior to her younger castmates. Going one step further, Alfonso, who played Carlton, used one of his stand-up shows to explain how Janet was crazy on set and would berate the rest of the cast. This all evidently became too much, and Smith led the charge in complaining to the minds behind Bel-Air about the problems that she was causing. Some stories, such as Alfonso's, claimed that Janet was fired outright, while Others suggest that she was instead made an incredibly low offer to return for season four as a way to force her out of the series. Either way, Hubert's time on The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air spectacularly came to an end once the show's third season was completed. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.